Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Scott Radley, I'm sitting in for Bill this week. I'm glad you're along. Sean O'Shea is in northern Manitoba right now. He is covering this. He joins us. Sean, how are you today? Uh, a little bit cold, a little bit tired, but uh, uh, quite well. Thanks for having me on the program. Uh, we heard reports last night, and, and certainly it was being chased all night, of a sighting. How, how legitimate are the authorities up there treating this? A, as a legitimate sighting? As a very legitimate sighting, Scott. What happened yesterday was that it was the sixth day of searching in this area by air, by ground. And we're talking about a massive search. Uh, so many Mounties brought in from other parts of Manitoba. The OPP was assisting the uh, Canadian forces through uh, two aircraft here. Massive search has been going on. Then all of a sudden at around 6 o'clock last night, uh, police get a tip and they immediately uh, tweet out that they've taken this seriously. They deployed a large number of RCMP to this community by air and by ground. It's accessible really by ground and only by ferry. Uh, We flew a a news crew in there as well last night, and they began a, a heavy search last night and they've reinforced numbers. They just uh, in debriefed, debriefed us again a little while ago saying that they, they believe that, um, that this is a credible uh, tip and they're putting all available RCMP resources into that area. They've, they've basically cleared out where we are in Gillum, about 200 kilometers away, to focus entirely on that area. The sighting was, was made apparently by some members of something called the Bear Clan. What can you tell? It's an indigenous security sort of ad hoc group. What can you tell us about that group? The, the Bear Clan is a Winnipeg-based indigenous volunteer group. They had come up to, to offer support. They work in Winnipeg primarily, but with all of what's going on here, they decided to send some volunteers up into this area. And by chance, uh, a number of their members were up in York Landing, and uh, according to uh, their organizer, uh, some of the members spotted uh, two men matching uh, the description of the two suspects being sought right now. Uh, they called it in. Based on that description, where they were and the uh, activities of those two men, the police took action and felt it was, it was credible. I've been up here for several days. My colleague, Crystal Gamancing, has been up here for almost a week. Uh, the police had not been talking uh, with any specifics about specific tips. Uh, this one is entirely different, and they deployed uh, what I can uh, cautiously say is a significant number of, of officers into that area. So they're taking this one seriously, and the people in this community are hoping that they finally narrowed it down to the two men and that they're going to make an arrest today. Would it be fair, from what I've read, to describe York Landing as like really, really the middle of nowhere? I mean, this is very, very rural, very out there now. That's a fair assessment. I mean, we, we're in Gillum, which, you know, by, I mean, I live in downtown Toronto, so <laughs> I've lived in Saskatchewan. I've lived, I spent seven years in Saskatchewan, and I grew up in Alberta. But it is pretty remote, uh, to be sure. Um, you have to, as I said, take the ferry over there. Um, it's a small number of people, 450 or so. We're not talking about a tourist area. We're not talking about an area. This isn't cottage country. Um, these are people who live there full time. These are people who, uh, it's a fishing area. And so if you went there, you would think that you were going there potentially for a purpose, uh, that you knew someone or that you wanted to disappear. It would be a great place to, to disappear too. Uh, and yet, as we saw yesterday, these people stood out and were spotted and were reported. And here we are um, this morning uh, with the massive search going on in a much more confined area. Uh, the reality of the last few days is the police and the military have been searching a massive area up here thick woods, deep bogs, uh, 
know, no man's land in, in many respects, but at least over in that area, uh, it's a smaller area where, where police are, are focused. Sean, if you have to get there by ferry, how did these guys presumably get there without being spotted on a ferry? That's a great question, an absolutely great question that, that I'm sure is going to be the subject of a, of, of a lot of, of um, more questioning in the days to come. Um, this whole case has been, uh, you know, remarkable here. People have been speculating about how it's possible for people to survive. I mean, it's it's summer, the dead of summer here uh, in this part of Manitoba, and it is freezing cold. It is rainy. It is cold. You wake up, it feels like late fall in Hamilton or early uh, early winter. It's it's cold, uh, unforgiving elements, polar bears, black bears, coyotes, uh, people that are experienced uh, hunters and trappers and survival people here say, if the weather wouldn't get you, then the wildlife probably would. So if these people are the, the actual two suspects, it's it's amazing that they've been able to survive outside for so long, given that... Uh, you know, they burned the vehicle uh, that they had in, in Gillum uh, almost a week ago, and no one is sure how they're able to, to get around. Sean O'Shea from Global News, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for taking some. Thanks very much. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.